And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Drifting Dragons and Susperia. Which I'm excited. I've never heard of Drifting Dragons. <laughs> and I've never heard of so. Susperia. So. Oh, excellent. <laughs> this will be good. I love how we're kind of going in and out of, like, you know, like sometimes we'll converge, like, like when we really wanted to talk about Breath of the Wild, and sometimes we're, like, totally introducing each other to stuff. So this is kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. I like our new format. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but before we get into our topics, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty time. Yeah, so we've mentioned in our last episode that the Fandom Foodies theme for this month is hashtag farming feast. So we wanted to uh, just mention a little bit more about the host of Farming Feast, uh, Maya, over at the Ancient Ones Baking and Cooking blog. Yeah, and so I hadn't really seen her before um, this this month I think um, you mentioned like she started participating in the fandom foodies which anyone can just look it up you guys can um, check it out um, but back when we did um, Ghibli Gourmet back in August and she made like an Arietti soup mm-hmm. it looks really good yeah so yeah, yeah. she's done like um, seems like she does stuff from anime and stuff from games like she's um, cooking stuff from Stardew Valley Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a Tumblr at theancientcook.tumblr.com. And I think you said she's also on Instagram as um, The Ancient Cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at The Ancient Cook. Yeah, so she is a fun fandom foodie to check out. Uh, yeah, like you said, anime and um, video game theme. So, very cool. Yeah, so if that's your thing, check it out. All right, so let's get into our um, current topics, which you're doing a manga. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to go first this week. So yeah, tell us about, what is it? Drift? Sorry. Drift? <laughs> no, it's called Drifting Dragons. Drifting yeah. Dragons. I didn't want to say it wrong. Okay, Drifting Dragons. Okay. <laughs> well, in, um, in Japanese, it's it's. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right, but Kute dragons, which just means like airborne dragons. So in, okay. in English, like with the translation, you know, just to kind of oh, okay. make it more of a fun, like, like drifting dragons, but it's yeah, a, yeah. a similar meaning. Get that alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it kind of reminds me of like delicious and dungeon instead of like uh, in yeah. Japan, that was like just dungeon food basically, but in English, you like <laughs> make it more fun sounding like delicious and dungeon. So drifting dragons yeah, yeah. is also a manga about eating <laughs> so if you like delicious of and course. dungeon then so you're like you really might like... <laughs> like pigeonholing yourself you're like i'm only reading food mangas that start with d yes exactly <laughs> so... diana's delicious cyanus yeah <laughs> what's what i don't know oh, what i see is. i see D- what's happening drawing okay. story <laughs> i don't know <laughs> anyway um yes so drifting dragons is by takoku urbara Whenever I hear Kurobara, I immediately think of the anime Yu Hakusho, just for any, if any of you are old school anime watchers, you might get that. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, this is a ki- kind of a new, well, yeah, it, it, 2016 in Japan, so it's like 
kind of new. Uh, so the first volume, there are three volumes in English right now, plus a bunch of individual chapters. Um, and it's published in English through Kodansha Comics and Crunchyroll manga. So Crunchyroll, uh, I think we've mentioned it before on here, uh, they are an anime streaming service and they uh, like subtitle anime often like s that's simultaneously airing in Japan. Um, yes, like, a yeah, like, it, like yeah. on a week by week basis it comes out. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's awesome. pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I think uh, we're, we're about to resubscribe. So yes, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be getting in some more new ones. Um, and so they also have a manga, so a Japanese comic reading app. Uh, and they have a nice little selection. Uh, and so it's uh, translated, obviously. Uh, so that's where I first came upon Drifting Dragons, and on there they have the first chapter, and then they have chapters 18 through 27, uh, because Kodan Kodansha Comics um, has published digitally the the volumes of those in between chapters, so that so they if you want the full story uh, up to date English uh, translated story. You can start with the three volumes from Kodansha Comics, which you can get on Amazon, like buy on Amazon for about like seven bucks, uh, and then and then skip over to the Crunchyroll app, uh, manga app, and then read the the next chapters. Uh, so in Japan, they have volume four, so hope which came out in May of this year. So hopefully, volume oh, yeah, four will be, be collected. Yes, soon in English. Anyway, so I need to learn Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's a really fun manga. Uh, so it is about draking, which is dragon hunting. Ooh. Yeah. And so again, it's, it's that kind of like fantasy food, um, just, you know, similar delicious and dungeons, but this, uh, it takes the, a, a large part of the setting is up in the sky on an airship called the Quinzaza or Queen. Some translations say Queen Zaza, some say Quinn Zaza. Anyway, it's not a big deal, but like, so there, there's this ship, this airship, kind of like a dirigible, uh, and there's Yeah, this, very, very steampunk. <laughs> yeah, like diesel punk, steampunk kind of thing. Um, so it's a fantasy, it's an alternate fantasy world, uh, dragons exist, and it's not, it's dragons that kind of look like huge silverfish bugs like i don't like they're not Ooh. so they don't actually <laughs> like the cover of the first volume it looks more like a traditional dragon but actually in in the stories themselves it's they they don't look like traditional dragons oh okay um so that's kind of an interesting I'm Googling right now. Take. I was like, I want to see these yeah. silverfish dragons. Well, I that, I don't know like that's I'm just like how do I explain like what the dragons are that's kind of I mean, they're, so the, it, these dragons can be all different sizes. They can look mm -hmm. very different. Some can have, like, a bunch of tentacles. Like, some of them can look kind of like weird cephalopods. Some can, you know. So it's really in interesting. So a lot isn't known in, the, in this world about dragons. Um, so, but um, there are these draking ships, and they're kind of few and far between, too, this profession of hunting the dragons. But um, it's a it's a necessity uh, because dragons can like um, 
disturb trade routes. They can, you know, attack town. They don't normally attack towns, but like it's possible. So like sometimes there are bounties put on dragons. Um, this particular, this story follows this ship uh, and all the crew. And so it's kind of like a slice of life feeling because um, mm-hmm. it's like a, a day in the life of this crew and like their adventures, their their personal interactions, and like sometimes you get a little bit of their of some of the crew members' backstories, um, and then it's it's their these events of like finding dragons and like finding different kinds of dragons and learning a little bit more about about dragons like their migration patterns and and things like that like encountering Mm -hmm. new dragons that they haven't seen before or like legendary dragons um and then encountering excuse me different different towns because once they uh catch a dragon and kill a dragon then they need to like if it's a huge catch then they need to like land somewhere and then they use every part of the dragon um so like and then they sell those like the oil from the skin um the the meat of course the there's like medicinal properties in different parts of dragons so like then then they uh, can sell that to the townsfolk you know of of whatever town they're nearest uh so it's very much like at least with this crew they very much like they want to make it a quick kill you know kind of yeah, yeah, very funny. Um, yeah, like, um, so, because some, you, throughout the story, like, you learn that there are other drinking company, or, like, ships, crews that have different ways of doing things. Some use poisons, Ooh. which, like, just slowly kills the dragon, and then, but then it's, like, you can't use the meat, uh, unless you want to, like, wait three years to, like, get the poison out in a very special method, you know, but, like, uh. it's, so, so, yeah, so this crew is very much, like, like we're part of the food chain kind of thing. Like this is, right. this is, you know, um, and so, so it's really cool. And so you just meet some really cool characters, interesting characters. Um, and again, it has that like slice, slice of life feel. So there's not an overarching, you know, big plot that is driving it. Um, so, so it has kind of just more of a relaxed feel in that sense, but it's very exciting at the same time. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the art style is very kinetic, like, and the characters are very are varied, and um, yeah, and you and it's just kind of cool to some you can meet some different cultures too, um, like kind of like a, there's an ancient culture um, that is very like respectful of the dragons. I mean they they kill them, hunt them, but like traditionally, but they like make a tapestry of like pieces of the dragon skin like in this like intricate detail and like to kind of honor that interaction and anyway it's so it's really cool um and i mentioned of course food so (laughs) there's particularly one character named mika who is like he can sniff a dragon in the clouds he's like oh like I smell like there's a dragon coming, like before anybody else can see it. Yeah. And, and then he's, and he's gets, and then he starts drooling. He's like, (laughs) gets this grin on his face. He's like, Oh, that's going to be a tasty one. Like, (laughs) so so he's all about the, you know, eating the dragons. And so like, you'll find him trying these different recipes. uh, And so some of the, some of the foods, Oh, and it is, it is similar to delicious and dungeon where they like show the characters cooking, 
and kind of explaining what they're doing within okay. the within the comic and then at the end of that chapter they'll have kind of like a little recipe for I love for these that. in yeah. comic recipes like I think mm-hmm. that's so cool yeah because like a lot of times it's like weird stuff like you're saying like yeah like ice cream made out of ghosts or or like someone made the ghosts yeah. and stuff but like <laughs> yeah like so how would this translate to the real world which you know which we do all the time creatively, but I, I yep. love that just, you know, just, yeah, here's how you can make this fun thing. That's, that's very yeah. fun. So some of, the, some of the foods they have are, like, dragon cheeseburgers, dragon jerky, goulash and dragon cutlet, um, dragon... Yeah, all very meaty dishes. Gelatin. <laughs> yeah. Dragon peanut gelatin panna cotta with raspberry sauce. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, dragon pastrami, smoked dragon sallow on rye, kibbeh, fateir, and mansaf, like dragon oil, mayonnaise. And then they also say like you can substitute soy milk if you don't want to use the like whole eggs, like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and and also like candied grapes. Dragon oil, mayonnaise. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they should tell you how to how to do it. Like, it's, oh, that's awesome! It's really it's really interesting. Um, yeah, and yeah, and even candied grapes, which is like not made out of dragons, obviously. But like, so they have other things. They show like if there's not a food recipe, sometimes they might have like a how to of like how to start a fire, like a campfire, or oh, okay, yeah, how, how to develop skills, yeah, yeah, like how to make a little square on a dragon tapestry, or how to <laughs> develop a a photo plate, like because they do, and that and that's again like the different characters or different kinds of people that they encounter on their travels. Like one uh, encounter is with a a rich boy who is on a kind of a research vessel like he's he has this gorgeous huge ship airship and but he is like a dragon fanatic um like wanting to catalog and um, take photos of dragons okay. and so they they kind of butt heads well it, it, they actually crash into each other at one point like the, <laughs> the two ships but um yeah, so that's like that's kind of a, an interesting attraction, and then there's a, um, yeah. Anyway, it, it's it's a really interesting series, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to like where where it will go, where it will continue. Uh, I I wish it was in physical, like in paperback. It is in Japan, but not in America. In America, so far, oh, it's okay. just it's just digital. Um, yeah, maybe maybe eventually since it's so new. Yeah. yeah. But I have been enjoying, I know, I remember last time, like, well, I'm reading ebooks. Like, I have actually enjoyed, like, reading it. I know. As a, as wow. Digital. <laughs> we did but, talk about this because I'm reading a physical <laughs> book right now and you're reading an ebook. It's like, what? Is yeah. Like Friday? I don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> so, I ha- so I have been kind of getting into that. But, um, yeah, so... I, so I, this is one where I haven't made the the food yet, I, and I'm not. I, it like I've been, I've really been thinking back and forth. I'm like, what food do I want to make? Like there are a lot of options, <laughs> and and it's like, what do I feel like eating right now? And what? I yeah, it's so what difficult. Is, like, I know, possible? like I don't. Have I know sometimes. Open. Like, when I'm brainstorming mm. stuff for, like, I'll think of something perfect, but I'm like, ah, oh, but, you know, like, I have to kind of, I do a lot of, like, family dinner type meals, because I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because I have to cook for everybody, I might as well, like, you know, make yeah, something make that, something. like, 
yeah, make something for everybody. Because, like, yeah, you do a lot of, like, really, like, adorable little sweets and stuff that are, like, very artistic and stuff. And I'm, I love them so much. But I'm like, ah, I can't do this. And then, like. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'm just eating my creations on my own. <laughs> because, of, <laughs> yeah, my, my people are, sometimes they're not into, like. Uh, they would just eat the same thing over and over again. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've definitely made some weird stuff. Like, the, the dish I'm working on right now has, um, I'm making octopus, Ugh. which some people are skeeved out by. I don't know why. Um. <laughs> See, I, I, I don't know if I would, I might try a little piece, but I don't know. If I oh, really? Yeah. I've made like, it a couple times, really like, seafood, octopus but... at home. Oh, yeah, I love seafood. I don't do a lot of meat, but, like, when I do, it's usually seafood nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I've made meat in the past, you know, and I, I still do once in a while. But, um, yeah, I was, like, I've got the, these, like, little tentacle monsters in my fridge right <laughs> Well, that's why when I made uh, – do you remember that uh, recipe for um, – oh, no, I can't remember how to say it. Morph gras. Anyway, this um, Jedi Academy. But I used like hot dog, like sausages, to make oh, I it remember. look like tentacles. Yeah, like little tentacles. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could Those just get actual really tentacles, cute. but <laughs> that looks cute though. Because like when you cook them, they kind of curl up. You know? Yeah, so, it was yeah, really, that was fun. It, to they do. look good. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was an experiment that went right. <laughs> that went yes. Well. I know, so, there have been many, many wrong experiments, sometimes <laughs> you're, like, lucky enough. To... I know. Um, so for this, so for Drifting Dragons, um, I would I would like to try the candied grapes, actually. Ooh, um, okay, and... so is, is there a recipe in the manga for that, or are you going to... Yeah, that? it is. Um, so it it's really simple, which is one reason why I want to try it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's it's basically just get grape juice and thicken it with flour. Oh. And then okay. um, skewer some grapes and mm-hmm. just keep dipping them into this uh, thickened mixture and letting it dry. Oh, that sounds interesting. And then, like, is. So, have you seen a picture of them? Like, are they, like, real shiny and lacquered looking with, since it has. Yes, well, in. in illustrated they are in the manga i haven't i haven't yeah, looked it like, up like uh, you know in real life it's probably maybe i should oh that sounds look that sounds right. awesome i've done um candied grapes before um yeah, i did for them the... for pan's labyrinth pan's labyrinth um mm-hmm. but i yeah the um the method's a little bit different though I, this one has you dip them in egg white and then kind of like dust them with sugar which i think if you can get it like real nice and even it would look good but mine like was okay but like a little bit clumpy but like I'm interested to see like how how it looks if you do it with like the grape juice and flour that sounds interesting yeah because yeah, mm-hmm. the 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 way that you're describing is like also how you would do the um sugared flowers um so the, yeah, yeah really, exactly. really pretty like candy yeah. violets or whatever yeah um so I am so this this way uh with the kind of the shiny juice uh, mm-hmm. Is or the thickened juice is it looks like it is a bit more of like an Asian way. Yeah. To do it. Okay. I'm just like look, looking up. Anyway. So that's the um, method you can do like grapes or other things too. Yeah. So I was curious to try mm, it because it's like oh yeah. flour like grape juice and flour like is it gonna actually taste okay like how's it so it's <laughs> one of those things where it's like yeah like I'm curious to see how I it know. Will 
how it will turn out. Yeah, I don't think I've made um, anything like that before. So yeah, that's that is interesting. Yeah, um, but then but then also like I do I do want to try like the dragon tail sandwich, you know. So it would just be like steak, like a certain kind of steak cut. But it's but also um, yeah, just get like sourdough bread slices, and like the character dips the end the ends of the bread in water like just dips it in a little bit of water and then fries it or grill oh, it, you know, grills it and then yeah and then cooks the meat with just really very simply salt and pepper um and then like a little bit of vodka like spr- sprinkles it in to the pan uh, and then lets the meat rest and then makes a sandwich but of course because it's drawn it's illustrated so like everything looks so good like yeah like <laughs> yeah just like really drool worthy so yeah so i'm gonna try the candied grapes and we'll see how that goes and then and yeah then I, I'm I would really like curious to try like see the, how that comes out yeah that's one or the other yeah yeah if so, it comes out good that seems like something i'd like to try soon yeah i'm gonna yeah i'll, I'll be i'll be that. the experimental <laughs> yeah you be the guinea pig <laughs> yeah yeah so that and that, that's that yeah Drif- drifting dragons by taco kuwabara yep awesome thank you very much for sharing and per usual um as you do something delightful i'm gonna do something <laughs> garish <laughs> so, scary scary yeah yeah so let's get into Suspiria. So I chose this um, this movie for a couple reasons. I've seen it in the past, but there is a remake coming out this year, which I'm super mm-hmm. excited for. And um, I'll talk about it a little bit later. But also, um, this movie was made in 1977. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I feel like just our entire household has been in, like, in a very 70s mood lately. Like, the kids are obsessed <laughs> with Mamma Mia. And so we've been listening to... Um, we downloaded... Or we, like, got the soundtrack, but also, like, ABBA's Greatest Hits. And, like, mm-hmm. that's all we've been listening to in the car. And the kids oh, are nice. like... Yeah, like singing. It's pretty adorable, but yeah, it's like super 70s, and so I'm like kind of like in that mood. So I was like, I want to watch a 70s movie. Oh, this movie is super 70s. <laughs> like just from the opening titles, it's like got those like drums playing and stuff, and like titles come up in a super 70s font. I'm like, yes, the hair's all feathered. Like, I'm like, this is what I want. Um, but also, it's super spooky. Um, and, and I had been meaning to rewatch it anyway, like, um, since the, the movie's coming out this year, the new movie, which I'll talk a little bit more later, because it looks like it's going to be very different, but also very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this movie, Suspiria, is the 1977 movie. Um, it's technically an Italian horror movie, I guess, because um, it's directed by um, Dario Argento, and um, was co-written by Argento and Daria Nicolodi. Um, but it takes place in Germany, and the main character is, um, American, so it's very international because, like, she, um, is a ballerina and comes to Germany to attend this prestigious ballet academy, and there's students from all over, there's, um, German students, Italian students, etc., so 
Um, yeah, it's very international. Mm-hmm. Um, it this movie is the first in Argento's um, trilogy, The Three Mothers. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't think the movies, it's not like a sequel or whatever, but they're kind of like take place in the same universe or whatever, I guess. Um, the Inferno um, is a movie from 1980 and Mother of Tears from 2007. And I have not seen these other movies, but I think um, they're kind of loosely connected and they're called the Three Mothers because each of them, like the final like supernatural force is like, you know, kind of like a matriarch or the, a woman. Like in this mm-hmm. movie, like there's some witchcraft, you know, and so mm-hmm. there's like, um, yeah, like this <laughs> grand high witch, so to speak, <laughs> at the end. So, um, let's see. So, like I said, it's about an American ballet student named Susie Banyan, um, who comes to Germany to attend this ballet academy, and immediately upon her arrival, like like weird things start happening. She comes to the school and pouring down rain and another student is like fleeing the building and kind of like screaming and stuff and nobody will let her in. So she ends up going to this hotel and like weird stuff happens there. She finally gets into the academy. Um, Just strange things are happening all along. She goes to class her first day and she's extremely weak and trying to dance and um, she comes under the care of this doctor who, um, I'll talk a little bit more about that later because that's the only, like, kind of, like, overt food in the movie. Um, yeah, and just strange stuff starts happening and so she starts investigating and finds that there is witchcraft going on. So... I'm, I'm a little disturbed. You said the, the, the food scene happens, she goes to see a doctor and something about food. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like, wait, what is food doing at the doctor? Well, well, well. Well, it's like it's like an in-house doctor because, like, like you know, it's a bunch of ballerinas that like (laughs) live here and train here. So of course they have their like on-site doctor who like quote takes care of everybody. But as you can see, like since everything's in one house, it's very easy for like conspiracy to happen. You know, because like you know, like all these women are away from their homes. They're living under one roof. It seems like there's a lot of stories like this. Either um, you know girls at boarding school or like you know like you're kind Mm -hmm. of outside your normal resources so you you fall under other people's control so Mm -hmm. and this movie is extremely weird (laughs) I'll say that the first time (laughs) I saw it I don't think I really got it you know I was like what in the world am I watching um because I'll I'll say the things I don't like about it before I get into the stuff that I really love. Cause this time I really enjoyed it a lot more cause I think I was in a different headspace. So the acting's not great. <laughs> it's, it's very seventies. And the weirdest thing to me about this movie, which I just find kind of like weird and charming now, but I was like, what in the world when I first saw it is each actress is speaking their own language so the main character who's american is speaking english and i think there's another character who's british who's also speaking english but there are other actresses speaking either german or italian and they've dubbed them into english and so it's it's very unsettling when you're watching it it's like is this dubbed? Is it not? Like, you know, if you, if you don't know, it's kind of hard to tell. And it's very strange. Just like, why does this sound weird? And I also find it funny that like, no matter what language you're watching it in, it's always part of it. It's always going to be dubbed. <laughs> so hmm, Interesting. I thought weird. you were going to say it because I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. But then when you said it's dubbed, 
I was like, oh, that's too bad. Like, it's too bad it's not subtitled, like, for their well, lines. But no, 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 but, like, there's... The, the thing is, it's not like there's characters speaking German to each other and then characters speaking to Italian to each other. It's like one character is speaking English and the reply is coming in Italian. And so mm-hmm. they don't actually... That. They don't actually understand each other in real life, but they're just, like, dubbing it into yeah. whatever <laughs> language. It's that just, would be it's so crazy, strange. Yeah. So now I think it's so wacky. Like, what in the world? Like, why would you do that? But now I just feel like it kind of adds to the unsettlingness of the movie because it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and it's not that it's, like, done particularly well, but it's just kind of strange, you know? So I don't know. I just, I, I think it's interesting. I don't know. I'm kind of into it now. Um, mm-hmm. It, it kind of reminded me of um, a, a way that this was done, like, very well um, in Let the Right One In, the um, Swedish vampire movie. They have mm-hmm. um, the, the girl who plays um, the vampire, her voice is done by another girl, or, or spoken by another girl, so her voice sounds very deep. And just kind of different. Mm-hmm. It's like, why is this deep voice coming out of this little girl? You know what I mean? And so it's, it's kind of unsettling. And so I felt like it was like that and this. You know, it's just like, this person sounds natural and this person sounds weird. Why? <laughs> so it's just kind of, I don't know. It, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so I don't think I really kind of like, I'll just like put in quotes, got. Because I, I, I don't think, like, everyone needs to, like, get this movie because it is strange. It's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And I've heard a lot of people whose opinions I respect that are like, Suspiria is, like, not good. <laughs> Even though it's, like, a classic. It's just a very weird, strange movie. So the parts I loved about it that um, I enjoyed the first time but I really got into this time is visually stunning. It's a beautiful movie. Like, um, mm-hmm. everything that happens, like, she arrives in the rain. She's driving this taxi through the woods, and it looks, like, very theatrical. And, like, she gets to the ballet school. The front of the school is, like, bright red. It's very striking. Right. Um, when she goes to the hotel, it's, like, this red Art Deco hotel. Like, all the colors are so saturated. And, like, she comes back to the school, and there's, like, the, the front hall of the school. Like, the walls are, like royal blue like crushed velvet looking and like there's this grand staircase that goes up so everything is very um like very saturated and um i read later that the color palette was based on snow white so they wanted it to look um like the like the disney movie um Mm -hmm. snow white they wanted it very like very very saturated and kind of have that fairy tale feel and it definitely does you know because um Because I was, like, hyper-focused on that this time. Like, so a lot... Um, Susie, for most of the movie, um, you know, she has a couple different outfits or whatever, but a lot of times she's dressed in white. So mm-hmm. she looks very innocent, and she is kind of like the Babe in the Woods character that she's very sweet and innocent. She's a ballerina. She's kind of in this, like, weird world. And, um, you know, a lot of the other women, they have dressed in white. So, yeah, it's, like, the, it's, it's visually gorgeous. And then the other thing that's really awesome is the soundscape is amazing. The music is by Goblin, this Italian, <laughs> like, progressive rock band. And mm-hmm. um, the, the, like, main song is just haunting. You know, it's, like, this fairy, it feels very fairy tale, but then there's this voice in the background going, ah. Oh, wow. it's, it's very creepy it's very creepy <laughs> wait do that do <laughs> so, that again 
<laughs> and then at the end of the song, it's like, witch, witch. Yeah, so it's very, yeah, it's very creepy and weird. Um, it's very cool. So the things, yeah, I would say the best things about this movie are the striking color palette and then the, the music, which is so cool. Which brings me to the new movie, which is coming out, because they have totally taken a left turn from that. The colors, they have, hmm. like, made a conscious decision to be very, like, very gray, very desaturated, and, like, very hmm. different from the original film. And I think more, like, realistic, because, like I said, like, this looks like some, like, it looks like a fairy tale. It looks very, but, but like, an illustration of one, you know, not, mm -hmm. like, something you would, like, actually see in the real world. So I think they've gone that direction. And then the music, um, instead of having this, like, very, like, you know, in-your-face striking music, um, they're going with um, Tom York of Radiohead, who I think the soundtrack's going to be, like, very droning and kind of, like, more in the background and, you know, still kind of, like, a important piece of the movie, but just, like, totally different. And this movie, I think, was, like, an hour and a half long, hour and 45 minutes or something. The new movie is going to be like two and a half hours long like wow. very long so they so i think they're like it's more it's the same story but like they're taking like tons of liberties and stuff and i will say that um like the trailer for it looks awesome i can't wait to see it but it's going to be very different mm -hmm. from this original original mm -hmm. film yeah so anyway <laughs> what, what does do you know is is there a meaning to the title Suspiria. Suspiria. I, I, I think. Oh, sigh. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. Is it? Yeah, Suspiria. I think. Sighs I think is from yeah. The depths. Yes. So I think this movie is partially based on an essay um, written in 1845 by Thomas De Quincey called Suspiria de Profundis, <laughs> which yeah, I guess like um, whisper from the depths. I think it translates. I don't know. I don't speak Italian. Huh. Um, yeah, so I think, I think meaning that the, there's some kind of underlying current here that's very creepy and weird. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I was just curious, I was curious. Because <laughs> yeah. it's an, inter you know, Suspiria. Like when... Yeah, yeah. Size. Okay. So, food in this <laughs> movie. Back to this weird, weird doctor. So... From the first day, Susie is feeling very weak. She goes to class, but it's almost like, yeah, they have her dancing in this class, and she's just, like, kind of flopping all over the place, like, you know, something's <laughs> affecting her. So they put her under the care of this doctor, and his prescription to her is um, with every meal, she is to drink a glass of red wine. He's like, it's good for the body. It builds the blood. Um, but, of course, this wine is drugged, and so, um, you know she just passes out immediately after drinking it every time and at one point like another one of the girls is trying to wake her up and she's just like completely lethargic and groggy so they're they're drugging her with this wine so mm. um i've kind of been th thinking about that in like a way to incorporate that into my recipe um no, no. so yeah I, I haven't made mine yet either but i have an idea and I wanted to ask you, since you're currently living in Germany, if you have any, like, ideas around this. So, 
my idea was to do so since these these women are dressed in white and since the you know color palette's based on snow white i wanted to do like roasted root vegetables but all like white root vegetables you know like carrots or white carrots oh. parsnips like celeriac maybe turnips potatoes you know like maybe kind of do a mixture of white vegetables and roast you gotta them find some spargal find some white What's asparagus spargle? Yeah. White asparagus. Ooh, okay. Well, that's yeah, not I was like a root you. vegetable, but... <laughs> yeah, but I could throw that in at the end. That might be good. Ooh, yeah, like, so all white vegetables. Because here, and I was at gonna least, ask you. yeah, spargle, like, they have festivals and everything. Like, it's oh, the, okay. Um, asparagus is, like, a huge deal, so... I mean, in this Yeah, area, that was exactly uh, my question. I was like, how can I put a German touch on this, like, roasted vegetables? Okay, white asparagus. Seek that out. Yeah, I've seen that at the store. I've never made it before, actually, so this might be a fun thing to do. Um, so I want to do that, but then, to go on top, I want to make a red wine reduction, ah. since that was, like, a part of the movie, and then put some, like, herbs in it that would, like, first of all, taste delicious, but then also kind of be, like, you know, and sleep-inducing. And you put, yeah, I was going to say, make them put you to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you were like, yeah, I want to do something inspired by that, I was like, oh no, <laughs> like people are gonna be Here dropping like flies. <laughs> Everybody's gonna fall asleep around the dinner table. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> hey, that's fine. You know, eat this dinner and then go to bed. Like that makes total sense. You know, just yeah. don't eat it during the day. Knock you right out. So, um, yeah, but I think like even though, so you know, having this drugged wine, like that kind of reminds you of like the twelve dancing princesses. You know, like yeah. you know they would they would. Um, put the whatever visiting prince to sleep during the night with a glass of wine and then like everybody would mm -hmm. go out so like that felt very fairy tale too mm -hmm. um so i thought that would be like something cool to incorporate in this dish and then also look very striking you know so you have like the yeah. white vegetables and then this like deep red kind of drizzled on top and so you'd have like the color contrast there so that's my idea and i wanted to like talk to you first and be like like what how can i make this like more german you know because, like, the fact that it takes place in Germany is kind of cool, too, um, you know, because mm -hmm. that's also very Snow White. Um, yeah, at one point, the it mostly takes place, like, inside the ballet academy, but um, at one point, like, there, the piano player is this man who's blind and, and is um, led around by, like, a seeing-eye dog. And um, at one point, he's oh, no. sent away from the academy, so he kind of goes into town, and they go to this, um, or he goes to this very, like, German-looking pub. Like, there's, you know, guys in um, lederhosen, like, dancing on the table. It's like, yes, it's very German. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that touch. Um, so, yeah, I was like, yeah, I want to make, a, like, kind of a German vegetable dish with, like, yeah, red wine sauce. That sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan. So I'm looking on on Wikipedia, and at one point it says, is there, like, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but, like, that there's food in the attic? Oh, yes, 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 that's right. That's okay, so, yeah, you can't really see what it is, but, like, at one point, um, something very weird happens. I mean, I guess it is a spoiler, but this movie's been out since 1977. So, yeah, I guess um, so. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, like, all the girls are in their rooms, like, kind of getting ready for the evening. Susie's combing her hair, and, like, she finds, like, maggots in her comb, and she's like, what in the world? And she looks up, and there's mag maggots on the ceiling. And so 
um, I guess the girls are like on the top floor and in the attic above their rooms, they are storing food and it is totally eaten by just like gross crawly bugs. Um. Yeah, so they, yeah, it's very disgusting, but also very like metaphoric as to what's happening in this place. Um, you know, there's like rotting beneath the surface that's kind of coming out. Um, so like they, they take all the girls out of their rooms and they have to sleep in this common area, which is also very creepy because it's like red lit and weird stuff happening. And, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so there is food in the attic, but you can't see like specifically what it is and whatever it is, it's gross because it's rotten. So I'm not making that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But don't never store food in an attic. Yeah, not the best For one, place. heat like, rises. Two, right. it's probably not near the kitchen. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's no. very strange. It's very strange. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, that sound, that dish sounds interesting. The yellow, like very striking. <clears throat> the the uh, white with the red. I'll look forward to seeing that. Yeah, but I think you're, what, sparkle. That's a, that's German for asparagus. I guess so. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Excellent. I think yeah, that'll be a really good addition. Yeah, kind of throw that in at the end okay. since it has a lyric. So when does the new movie come out? And is sometime this year? Yes, is there the like a movie, release date for it yet? Or yeah, the new movie comes out um, November second, I believe. Um, it stars oh, a, hol- a holiday movie. <laughs> Yeah, take your family. Well, it comes out like two days after. Yeah, just in time for Christmas. Yeah, you can take the whole family. Um, yeah, it starts Dakota Johnson. I think Tilda Swinton's in it, um, who's creepy and everything she does. So that's going to be great. Um, yeah, and one thing I did not like about the 1977 movie is even though it's a ballet movie, like there's not a whole lot of dancing in it. You know, there's like kind of a little bit as they first go into the class, but most of the time they're just kind of like hanging out being weird in this ballet academy um but like a new promo image just came out from the new movie like two days ago and it's like all the dancers like posed you know with this like red cloth like falling off Mm. of them so i hope there's like i hope there's some actual dancing in this movie i think that would i think Mm. i like tweeted about it as i was watching it i was like i need a hot um hot lunch jam scene or at least make this like black swan you know (laughs) like have some dancing in this dancing movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> death dancing. Yeah. Dancing oh, one death. thing I did mention, um, or, or did want to mention just briefly too, is um, uh, the director, Dario, Ar- Dario Argento. It's his daughter, Asia Argento, that's been, like, very outspoken in the Me Too movement. So I just wanted to mention her briefly too. Mm. So. Cool. Because I think she's awesome. The connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Nice. All right. So I think um, that's it for us. So you can find um, recipes as well as links to anything we talked about on our website, fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can find us on social media, uh, Instagram uh, at Fiction Kitchen Podcast, and on Twitter at FKPod. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Bye.